pink, white, and blue. I have a question for you. What's up? Are you ready to meme fed Ira Lisa? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to headphone listeners. I should have. I should have. No, because that's my favorite one. No, because it's literally my favorite part of every episode. (laughs) Like Fuchs delivers every time she says that line. Screaming, and I'm just like, okay, work, bitch, go on. Like, okay, work. Like, it hits so much different than the time has come for you to lip sync for your lives. For your life. It's like, mime for your life, bitches. <laughs> anyway. Leave And it just gets more aggressive every time. Like, it's this and España, where it's like, Um muerte. Um, o vida. Conveniently, which are the two franchises we're covering currently. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the tea in reality. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay. (laughs) I hadn't done it with the fan in a while, so I figured I should. Um, We are drinking some coffee. Um, It is a good uh, vanilla coffee with some sweet cream cold brew. Not sweet cream cold brew, sweet cream creamer. Oh, um, I made it extra strong on accident because I'm using my new coffee maker. <laughs> oh, I made it very strong, but I don't mind that. <laughs> it's just I started drinking it and I was just like, oh wow, that's that's coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember recently, actually, not that recently, I remember when we recorded one day like i was just getting out of a caffeine attack and i'm like oh i guess caffeine has a limit too yeah but enough about that i'm anisa long also known as sam dmv also known as sam de monteverde your fellow friendly trans oh nope your fellow friendly five three trans non-binary filipino canadian mentally unstable hot mess healing all the way from Toronto, Canada, Ontario, Scarborough, if you want to be specific, Holborn, if you want to be more specific than that. And Toronto, I'm so sorry, my love. Toronto, Canada, Ontario. Holy shit. It's been a day. It's been a day. <laughs> I, w- I was hoping to stay at work longer than I, sh- than, um, I did. My well, boss literally kicked me out. <laughs> well, like, go home. Um, but in my cup today, my the cup mug. Link below soon enough. I will have mine. It's shipping on Tuesday, I think is what Lana said, and I'm thrilled. Period. Um, I have some orange juice, no pulp. You have been on this orange juice kick recently, and I'm loving it for you. No, like or it's always been a thing with my family. Okay. My brother, my sister, and I, like, we love orange juice. Is that a Canadian and or a Filipino thing? I don't think so. Or is it just your family? We just really like orange juice. Okay. You know, because my roommate is the same way. So, not that he's Canadian or Filipino, he's Indian. But (coughs) he, like, he has to have orange juice every morning. And I've never, I was never that person growing up. I like orange juice. It's 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 a lovely juice, but it is. We're not here to talk about juices today. We're here to talk about Drag Race Svarie. 
Um, it is the penultimate episode of the season. It is Final Four, and I'm going to be really honest. I hated this challenge. It was hard to watch. It was really, really difficult to watch. Um, I. <sighs> but we got through it. We we did, and, we and I think it. I think the Final Four queens can say the same with this challenge. <laughs> They talked about it extensively, how they they made it through. Um, so we come back into the workroom. Antonina Nutshell is gone. It was her time. Antonina, you and I know. Uh, <laughs> I hate you for that, but I love it. Um, but yes, Antonina's gone. It's top four. Woo. And then we go into the workroom the next day. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I am not liking the way that I'm looking with that hat backwards. We're just gonna... Come on, Under Armour. I know. <laughs> I feel very straight today. It's weird. I don't like it. Very. But we come back in the workroom the next day, and Fuchs comes in. There's no mini challenge, but we find out that the maxi challenge is that we are going to be acting... In oh no, I don't. What was the thing called? Diva Asoluta. Asoluta. Diva Asoluta, I think. Yeah, Diva. Yeah, because Fontana is the Diva Asoluta. Wait, no, I forgot. No. There was a mini challenge. There was a was mini challenge. No, literally not a challenge. It wasn't. Um, no, it wasn't. And so Fontana for winning last week's challenge. I'm still excited. Rightfully so. Rightfully so, and I was thrilled. I will talk all about Fontana because just ah, but um, for winning last week's challenge, Fuchs says, Hey, so um, put these queens in order of who is your biggest competition. And I'm like, Why are we doing this at top four? I'm like, Did y'all run out of ideas? I think so. I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what it to be. I'm truthfully hating the way that this hat is looking. So, Anissa, continue talking about the mini challenge. I'm going to go change my hat. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, this mini ch- challenge, as they call it, uh, as Fuchs called it, um, it was challenge just... In, in heavy quotation marks. Yes. That's Montana, <laughs> order these queens on who you think is the biggest competition, mm-hmm. from most to least kind of thing. Or... Top to bottom. So then... Where is the representation for the verses? That's what I would like now, folks. I suppose it was just whoever was in the middle of that. Because it was just between three people. Oh, no, 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 no. She placed herself, too. Um. So she... So then Fontana was like, okay, Vanity, I'm going to have you go towards the top. Mm-hmm. And then... The, and I know she says in her confessional, like, oh, because Vanity kind of steals the spotlight in a similar way that I do. I thought Fontana was very, very smart with the way that she did this. Right. So, yeah. So, she puts Vanity at the top. She puts Electra in the middle. And she puts Admira at the bottom. And then, obviously, places herself number one. Yes. And she says in confessional, it's because... what vanity does in drag is like like you said 
stealing the spotlight in a similar way that Fontana does. And Admira's at the bottom because Admira and Fontana don't do the same sort of drag at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. That is true. You're 100% correct. And I think that's a really, like, logical way to go about this. It is. Um, and then... <laughs> so I guess by ration... I guess by the way this challenge played out, Admira, uh-huh. I suppose, wins because now she gets to pick the roles for this acting challenge. Yeah. And then Fontana's like, oh, shit, what did I do? <laughs> so... Yeah, so Admira gets to choose the roles. There's not a whole lot of, like, debate over the roles. There's not a whole lot. There was mainly with Admira, because she was like, oh, what do you guys, what do you three feel comfortable with? And it was just mainly between Admira and Electra, because mm-hmm. Electra was like, oh, kind of, I want the wig maker. And Admira was, was like, okay, I'm comfortable with the role that was the butch role. I think that was that's what was left. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, no, actually, I'll do the wig maker, Electra. You can do the butch police role. <sighs> Sabotage, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah. And then we um, also get Fontana playing the diva. Diva Absoluta. And Vanity, Vanity playing another diva. But- the evil one, the presumably e- evil, presumably? but really it's just a bimbo. She sure did look like a bimbo. Yeah. Oh, she looked. She looked like the bimboiest of bimbos. And I'm not talking about Jimbo. No. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So, presumably, we so we cut from literally cut from that scene to filming the challenge. And the guest judge and co um, director, director, thank you, is Shima Nyavarani, who seemed fabulous. However, I'm going to take a strong guess. I do not know this woman, I know only what was presented of her on this episode of Darkest Fadier. I wholeheartedly believe she has never worked with drag queens in her life. I don't think so. Because they come in and she's like, okay, let me take your scripts. We're going to go. And I think it's Electra or Vanity in Confessional is like, we've literally had 15 minutes with these scripts. And knowing Drag Race, I believe that. I believe that. So she's getting angry. The director, Shima, 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 she's getting angry or a little like, not angry, but like perturbed during the filming because none of these queens know their lines. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, there's such a disconnect because it's like, does Shima know that these girls only had like 15 minutes? I'm going to assume she didn't and that she assumed they had the scripts for a lot longer. And then on the flip side, do the queens know that Shima doesn't know that they've only had the scripts for 15 minutes? Fuchs is there. Why isn't Fuchs, like, saying anything? Why didn't the queens get a longer time? I just, okay. I, I, I yeah, I no, during that. I haven't had to do this 
in a drag race recording ever. I'm going on a rant because I just hate, I hate the scripted acting challenges in drag race. And quite frankly, I think the only one that has worked semi-well in the last couple of years is the one we saw on Espana season two. Why? Because Espana actually gives a fuck <laughs> about their acting challenges, mm -hmm. quite frankly. Mm -hmm. I think Belgique was fine, and I think Frances was fine. But I just get frustrated because as someone who grew up in musical theater, and Anissa, I believe you did as well, to an extent? To an extent, yeah. Like, we both, we both have been in the theater world at one point or another. So we know, at least I'll, I'll speak for myself, if I would assume you would agree. It takes a while to memorize a script. Absolutely. Especially Absolutely. a script for like a scene that's probably like what? I would say that it was like five minutes, maybe. Five, five minutes to seven. Kind of thing. Yeah, so it's like, it takes a long time, especially if you're in a role like Fontana's where you are the main person, you have the most roles or the most lines, presumably. It's going to take a really long time to memorize, especially for Fontana, who Swedish is not her first language. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, why are we only giving, and even for the girls who were born in Sweden, and like, it is their first language. Why are we only giving these girls 15 minutes to memorize these scripts? It just seems stupid. It seems counterproductive to the entire thing. And I understand they're on a very strict production schedule. Cut the stupid mini challenge bullshit. That didn't need to happen. Have Fontana give out the roles because she won last week's challenge. And then give them extra time to memorize their scripts so that at the end of the day, the acting challenge will turn out good. Because I'm going to be honest, we'll talk about the challenge itself. It was shit. And the editing made it look semi-decent, but it was shit. I, and this is nothing against the queens and nothing really against Shima either. Because I'm just going to assume that everyone was in the dark about this. Yeah. I'm just frustrated. Sorry. I needed to go on a... I don't normally rant on Drag Race things, but this was a necessary moment. <laughs> no, I, I pretty much agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I don't know what their kind of... What their schedule goes... Like, what's their, like, date? What's their deadline for this kind of thing, you know? If it's, if it's an eight-episode season, from what I understand of similar franchises, and again, every franchise is different, for an eight-episode season, I believe they filmed for two and a half weeks. Mm. Plus quarantine time before, and then a little bit of time after to, like, gather their stuff. Right. That's what I assume to be the filming schedule, like, two and a half to three weeks. Because I think France filmed in about three weeks for season one. And I believe season two, though it hasn't come out yet, it has been filmed. Not spoiler, because that's obvious. Um, but I believe they also filmed in about three weeks based on what we know from like disappearances. Um, right. So I would safely say about two and a half to three weeks. But something like that. Mm -hmm. It's giving like Le Grand Dom's performance in, in her acting challenge where it, the judge, I remember... The, this line clearly, but they were just like, oh yeah, it was the editing that saved you. Like, I feel like that could easily apply to, like, all four of these queens. 
Yeah, because I mean, I guess we can probably talk about the um the challenge here. There is a worker moment that I do want to touch on. But like when we look at the edited um the edited scene, they all look fine, but you can tell that like there's so many cuts that they had to make that you can tell that no one knew what they were doing. And so it's just kind of like it literally just comes down to who has the best line delivery and interaction with the other characters. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And I think based on that and that alone, the judging was correct. Yes. Which we'll talk about. But yes. none of them stood out. None of them were particularly groundbreaking. Um, uh, I... Yeah. I mean... I, I guess, really, I agree with the winner, mainly because I like what she did with the character. Yes. And I and I feel like it fit her very well, especially because I can see her doing that kind of role. She was um, very specifically. Smart. It's specifically, I see, I see it for her top lip. Because Admira has a certain thing with, this, with her top oh, lip. I love, I love the way she overdraws her lips. I love it. I'm so just... it kind of looks like a... <laughs> Kind of thing. And at it, all times, and I love it. At all times, and it works so well with her character. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any other thoughts on the challenge itself. I don't know if you do, but... Um... I just feel really bad for Fontana, especially because Swedish isn't her first language. And it seems like Shima really, really got onto her. I noticed that too, yeah. Even in the critiques on the main stage, I was just like... You can clearly tell that she is not Swedish. Like you can tell she's from somewhere else. I just I don't know. Remember she, remember when um Daphne was like, oh Autumn, I, I just wish your looks were a bit more French. To the girl from Mexico. Fuck Daphne Burke and I said that shit. Anyway. Um, so we'll talk about the runway looks in a second. I do want to touch on the conversation that happened in the workroom. Yes. Um, where we get... So everyone, all three of the other queens had kind of opened up at some point in prior episodes about, like, their personal life. And so I was, I was hoping we would hear something from Admira. And we do... And we find out all about um, Admira's battle with addiction. Um, which hits home for me. I, as, I'm as i not someone who has been addicted to drugs or anything like that. But it's rampant throughout most of my family. So I've been I, around it. Yeah, I could say the same with me. Um, yeah. Because I, I grew up kind of with someone in my life around that environment. And kind of, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I I I applaud Admira for being as open and vulnerable and just saying like, hey, yeah, I, I went sober and I relapsed a couple of times. And like it's a really difficult journey. And um I just send all my love to Admira. I, I have all season. She has been we'll talk about it at the end, but she's just a marvelous human in every really. way, shape, form. Mother. So. Ma truly mother. Truly like, mother. Shall we go to the run, 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 runway? We shall go to the run, run, Great. run, runway. 
category is drama queen. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Did you see um did you see Anjanina's? I I didn't category? see. I did not. Um, I believe it was for this category. Um, she did a Eurovision look. It was um, oh, I'm gonna see if I can find it actually and show it, but um I think it was for this runway. So first up, we have Vanity Vane. I love this concept. The concept is phenomenal. And I feel like for the most part, execution was there. I agree. I just thought there could have been more going on at the bottom, like with below the waist. Because I couldn't agree with you more. Because it's like a very well decorated bodysuit with a cape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I agree with you completely. Um, yeah, I love I love the three faces sort of situation. I yeah. the makeup, the makeup on the other faces, unclockable, truly. Like I I think my issue with it, honestly, is the way that you have all this ruffle up at the top. Because she, like, then it herself looks like she doesn't have a neck. Right. And I, I, if you're going to do this, honestly, plunge the the neckline down. Don't have any feathers here. Just have a little bit of, like, exposed breasticle area. Yeah. And then yep. still have, like, the puffs on the shoulders with the heads. And then, yeah, I do wish there was something a little bit more happening down below. I don't have it pictured because it didn't inspire any joy in me, if I'm being honest. But um, I thought overall the concept was really strong. So um, I'm going to give Vanity an 80. I'm also going to give Vanity an 80. Electra doing Sexy Bird Lady extravaganza her words definitely not mine yeah i do remember those words coming from electra um i i just want to interject for a second because i'm really curious what this prompt said when they got it before they came to drag race right no (laughs) because i was kind of thinking along those lines too on being like oh what could what does this correlate with because honestly everyone's looks are different everyone's looks are super different like if you just looked at the four looks on the runway and asked me to give a theme i honestly would say feathers for the most but even then like admire admire didn't have any yeah, it's it's incredibly confusing because even looking at like I have um I'll show Antonina's at the end, but like um I just I don't know. No one's looks for this look the same. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, I feel very confident in saying that I'm pretty sure uh this is a look Electra had and just brought it to Drag Race and made it work for this category. I would say the same. It seems like that kind of energy. Um, yeah. Now, as for the look itself, I don't get kind of the combination with, with like this whole 
I really do enjoy this kind of line kind of silhouette with the chest and the kind of the peplum. Um, I think, honestly, you take away the birdcage and the bird, and I think it's a dramatic look. If you ask I, me, like, yeah. I, I don't get you, the birdcage get a, you, Yeah, and then you get an even more, like, sculpted hair, hair with it. <clears throat> Absolutely. Maybe something sculpted along the lines of, like, the, the, um, the structure of the, the bodice itself. Like, maybe have, yeah. like something oh maybe you have like two little buns with like the spaces that echo what's happening on the boobicles oh yeah like, something like it, that i think would be really it could be really like in the, in the words of mimi and first like a judy jetson hooker kind of moment honestly yeah um yeah i i was just a little confused by this mm -hmm. i don't get the pink kind of with it as well not at all, really, not at all. Oh, at all. But, um, yeah, I just, I, sorry, I'm pulling some of the other looks from some of the other queens, and they're just all different. Like, there's no <laughs> through line whatsoever. Um, I'm sure they have, like, descriptions, though, explaining it, right? I'm now. so curious. No, because everyone's drama queen look is different, and I literally, I don't know what they were told. <laughs> like, truly, genuinely. You'll see when I pull up some of the other ones. Um, with that being said, Electra is going to receive a 60 for me today. I think I'll, ooh, for me, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a 55. Okay. Fontana. Now, what the fuck was this bitch Shima going on about behind that judging panel saying that this gown was simple? I, I would like to see you. you. I would like to see you, Shima, hand bead this gown because I know you can't. Because you can tell that is a hand beaded gown. Mm hmm. I. It frustrated me how a lot of the focus was on what was underneath it, like kind of the bikini underneath it rather than kind of the dress itself. And I do appreciate that they like, you know, mentioned about kind of the drama of it all on like this truly does give me drama queen. Yeah. Like a dark take on drama queen. Absolutely. And Fontana presented this very well. Upon first glance, I was very, like, gagged by this. Yeah. This is everything. This is, I, I like, this is drama queen for me in the best possible way. And I don't understand what the judges were saying. And honest to God, I thought Fontana was going to be in the bottom. Because of how they spoke about this look. I, was I, like, also gonna, I also thought I, that too. I think that's just my pessimistic drag race viewing brain at this point, honestly, where I'm just like, oh, they hate her. She's not going to make the final. They're going to put her in the bottom and they're going to send her home and blah, 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 blah. And that doesn't happen. And I'm thrilled. But we'll talk about it. But no, this is everything. Like, I love it, this look. This, this is my favorite Fontana look of the season. For me, it's either this or the look she made. I really enjoyed the look she made. 
the look she made. Oh, what? Oh, with the the um the floral with the blue. Yes. Um, I would say this one. Okay, actually, yeah, I'll say this one too. Sorry, the floral with the blue. I feel it's like it's good. Perfect. It was very well constructed. Absolutely. Um. Yeah my my cup is full. My cup is also full. And then Admira, this I loved this story because she talks about um, it's all about resistance and rebellion when um, Swedish LGBTQ plus people went. I believe it was in 1979 um, to get uh, homosexuality taken out of the law as being a mental illness. Mm -hmm. um, and so replicating that with the straight jacket, with the gown, with like the the words that they were using as um, during the protest on the both the front and the train of the dress um, and then revealing into the rainbow. I would like to ask Fuchs if they have ever seen an actual rainbow because the way that he was like, oh yeah, they're like, you know the colors know, of the rainbow? You know the and it's like, indigo is literally a color in the rainbow and that is represented on this rainbow. If you're talking about the rainbow flag, yes, there are only six. Well, actually there are what, 11 colors now, but like- That's the pride progress flag. That's the pride progress. But the original pride flag, yes, it does have six colors, but a rainbow as, an object in the sky has seven. So I was like, why are we focusing on this? Like, I don't get it. I don't get that. I feel like, you know what? I think they knew that Admira won the challenge. They were just yeah. like, oh, we're, we're just gonna comment on something. You know? We're just yeah. gonna give a negative critique for admirer. Sure. That's what it that's truly what it felt like to me. Just for the sake of admirer having a negative critique. I guess. I don't fucking know. Um no, this is beautiful. This is spectacular. Mother. Mother. My cup is full. My cup is overflowing. Fair. Okay, so I pulled a couple of the... Actually, I pulled everyone's but Aphrodite's because I do not believe she is posting her looks. I haven't seen any. Mm. Um, I could be very wrong. But I've pulled everybody else's looks from the season. So we had Vanities with the three heads, remember. We had uh, Electra, Crazy Bird Lady. We had Fontana eating a heart. <laughs> and we had Admira with her straight jacket and the Rainbow. resistance. Okay, yeah. are you ready? Yes. So this is Antonina's. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Whoa, whoa. <clears throat> so it's just a giant, like, wings, a la um, RuPaul Bob Mackie. Yes. Uh, in blue with the Swedish flag dress and a bunch of the other flags on the dress itself. This is kind of fierce. I love it. It would have been the best thing she would have worn on the run. It would have been the best thing she would have worn. And I'm mad about it. But, um, so yeah, so that's Antonina's. Uh, Endigo's is all, I don't know if this is what she brought. I don't believe so. 
but this is uh it's a paper skirt made out of hate comments i find that really cool i love it I, I fucking love i'm a it. huge fan of this i am so excited to meet indigo at darn con i just want to put i'm so jealous for you I'm thrilled i'm so excited like indigo is in my like immediate i have to go see <laughs> Which I'm thrilled about. I hope some of the other Spadia girls are going. I don't think anybody else is, which upsets me. But I hope somebody, some of the other queens confirm. But yeah, so that's Endigos. This is Ima's. That would be Ima. So it's a tribute to burlesque and cabaret. Um, which uh, it's so fucking good. I I'm a knows how to deliver. I love I'm a, I I think we might need to do a eliminated queens looks episode. I'm sure episode. we're gonna get a lot of I'm a looks. Uh, well, they went home early, so yes. So that's I'm a, and then this is Santana. Um, it's oh. inspired by Achilles. Yes. So what the fuck was the category they were told? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> like, I, I really it. don't get I, it. I guess you could... I, I could see a bit of drama queen in this. Um, but everyone's... I, I honestly... I can't remember a time when there was such disparate looks for the same runway category. Right. Like, usually it's really different when it's like... Mm -hmm. Eleganza extravaganza, or like best drag, like and I expected, and like same with like ugliest dress. They yeah. need to bring that back, by the way. I I loved ugliest dress, but yeah. So that's that's the runway plus a couple extras. Um, untucked. You said there wasn't a whole lot that went on. Um, I feel like there's a moment I'm missing. Um, okay. For anyone watching, feel free to comment below and kind of share your thoughts on mm -hmm. the untucked. But from what I remember of it, it starts with them coming back, and it, it was them kind of being like, "Oh my god, we made it through that acting challenge was horrible." Um, and it was kind of like five to ten minutes worth of that. Um, so then we get to the traditional: who's gonna win? Who's gonna be in the bottom? So everyone kind of agrees that Admira is winning the challenge. Um, and then in terms of the bottom two, everyone was <laughs> Vanity Electra and Fontana were all just like, "Oh, it's gonna be me! It's gonna be me! No, no, it's me! It's me! No, it's me! It's me! Just put me there! Just put me there!" Um, so then it was like Admira, because. We think you're the challenge winner because we think you you did the best. Who do you think is gonna be in the bottom? Shady bitches. <laughs> These shady bitches. And Amara was like, "Why are you putting this on me?" <laughs> um, because we know it's not you. Yeah, exactly. Because we know Boy, it's not you. So she's like, "Okay, um, I guess when it comes to runaways, I I, I would say Electra and Fontana." Mm. And I'm. <laughs> Electra fully under was like was fully like oh yeah I knew I flopped in the challenge, um you just put me there. So then it was just between Fontana and Vanity, yeah. And it was just 
Oh yeah. Fontana was like, I get it. Just put me there. I know I p- said you were the weakest, so just put me there. Yeah. Lo and behold, Admira puts her there. Um, and I know we get a lot of, I know there was quite a moment of Fontana beating herself up with this challenge. Yeah. Which again, makes me feel really bad for her, especially with her not being Swedish. Or more so that Swedish isn't her first language. Yeah. Um, and I I really love kind of the queens comforting her and being like, no, but you're not fully listening to the critique because you truly did deliver in the acting challenge, um, mm-hmm. at least according to the edit. Um, yeah. So then we get this box. There was a chest along with the crown and the lips. Yeah. Um. And I feel like a lot of it was just kind of to stir up the pot. It's final four. Why? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> so, so they each actually end up getting like an individualized question. And I remember Electra's being like, who do you think out of everybody here? Of everybody here? Who do you think should have gone home earlier? And it was just, oh yeah, I thought Fontana was going to go home in the Girl Group Challenge. And I was like, uh, I think we all did. I think we all did. And then Fontana <laughs> sabotaged herself. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember Electro saying like, oh yeah, I truly thought Santana or Imo was going to be here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's really all I remember, at least. And then we got Shima coming in and being like, oh, um, you know, just remember you're doing a, um, to be proud of yourselves. You're doing an amazing job at what you do. You're the best of the best in Sweden. And those, you know, the lovely words of encouragement. How generic. I I couldn't I couldn't really sense as much chemistry between the queens and Shima. No, I, like I said earlier in the episode, it it feels like she has never worked with drag queens in her life. Right. Fine. Like, you must Shima to me seems a bit stiff. Very. Mainly because of that. Um, yeah. and I don't. Think and there's it's nothing wrong with that either. There's Let me make that clear. Like I just yeah. don't. I just don't know if she was the correct pick for this season and this episode. Right. Like, kind of the reaction they had with, like, Tony Sekelius and Laureen. Uh, like, it's it, it was far from that with... Shima. Oh, their reaction? Because Laureen went back into the workroom, right? She did. Oh, yeah. Their reaction to Laureen, I... Oh. I love Laureen. L- what, look, look at us bringing Laureen into every episode. <laughs> That was my favorite untucked of that season. Oh, me too. That and Tona, uh, for obvious reasons. Obviously. So we go back to the main stage, and we find out that the winner of the challenge, the first person through to the finals, is the Byron Thunder Pussy! Yeah! Mother! Mother! She mothered all over that Thunder Pussy stage. So she is a finalist 
And then we find out, and I, I, I will not lie, I screamed. I screamed. I, yeah, no, I was truly gagged. I truly thought they were going to make Vanity safe. And they were going to put Fontana in the bottom. And then Fontana is called safe. And I screamed. I'm so fucking happy for her. I, I, I just love Fontana being like, okay, so the next queen going through is Fontana. <laughs> he screams. I screamed. And that leaves a bottom two of Vanity and Electra. Gag. Truly. Honestly, gag. Even Fontana was gagged. Like, And for the first time in Drag Race history, we get an ABBA lip sync. We do. Not the ABBA song I would have chosen. <laughs> no. They lip sync to Kisses of Fire, which is a good ABBA song. It, it is a good ABBA Don't get me wrong. I quite personally, would not have chosen that song. <laughs> I I think Waterloo is a very obvious and good choice. Um, Chikatita, I think, is also would be a really fun choice to do as a lip sync. Um, that's actually a song that I plan to do when I start drag, but I want to do the share version. <laughs> right. Because it's, it's so good. If you have not listened to Cher's ABBA cover album. It is just Cher, note for note, singing ABBA. But it is so stupidly good. It's <laughs> like, great. It's, it's one of my favorite albums. I love that. I love that for season 14, like the final, final lip sync was her version of Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. I screamed. I was like, oh my God, it's Cher. Because <laughs> it had been a long time since they had had a Cher lip sync on Drag Race. I think it was, yeah. I think the only other one is um, Detox and Lanesha. There was Shangela oh, and Believe. Kirby. Believe, yeah. With Believe. I think that's it. I feel like there might be another one in between those. I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. Anyway, Vanity and Electra, Kisses of Fire. I was whelmed by this lip sync. I was whelmed as well. Um, just. I feel like. I mean, I think Vanity, too, like, was very scared for this because, obviously, her outfit doesn't do her justice. Well, and she took off the other two heads immediately. She did. And Electra already had the cage off. <laughs> and I was like, that's understandable. Yeah. I just... And then and then Electra took off the... The... Cage, yeah. The cage. <sighs> If you ask me. So then, no, I just love that towards the end of the lip sync, it was a white bodysuit and a pink bodysuit. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? <laughs> and if you ask me, honestly, I think Electra won that lip sync. Okay. So, first half, Electra. Sure. Once Vanity took off her outfit. Everything. Quite literally until she was in, in the white bodysuit. Yeah. Um, and she was finally like kind of free to move around mm -hmm. and all that. I thought she really turned it out. Yeah. Um 
Although I just felt like Electro was lip syncing to more of it. But to my shock and dismay, I wasn't surprised. Electra is eliminated. I, I think I, I, she was the one queen going into the season that I was like, oh yeah, she's making top three. Like she gives off everything that you would want for a top three competitor. And no plot twist, she's fourth. I thought she was going all the way as well. Um, as I did with Vanity. Vanity, because I knew of her work prior to then. Sure, yeah. I, I knew, I figured Vanity was going to make it there. Sure. Well, Electra is eliminated. And our top three of the season are Admira Thunderpussy, Fontana, and Vanity Vane. Not what I would have predicted had you asked me to make a top three at the start of the season. I'm pretty sure none of these queens would have been there. Ooh, I'm going to have to think about it now. I honestly think I would have said Electra, I mean, Santana, and Ima. Yeah. And then I could see, like, either Admira or Vanity being fourth. Fourth. Absolutely. I thought Fontana was dead in the water episode three. I did too. Like, and then once, I mean, once they put her put her in the bottom, like, even if she survived that lip sync, I thought she was going next. She had her Cheryl hole, I'm lip syncing to Laureen in front of Laureen moment. Yeah. And then won the fucking challenge. And I just, I just think that is testament to how fair the judging has been on this season of Svarie. And I really appreciate that. I really do appreciate it too. Because it has been a very long time since we've had a season where front runners, quote unquote, are eliminated mid-season. And it felt like every decision that the judges made was fair based on what happened in that episode and not based on any other factors. And I really do truly appreciate that. And I think based on track record and based on performance in the challenges, I do think this is the correct top three. Yes. I think maybe Electra for Vanity for me personally. Sure. I just, I have had a really hard time connecting to Vanity at all on this season. Right. I don't, I think she's very talented. Um, to me, she screams third place eliminated before the finale lip sync. I kind of am going to have to say the same too. I don't know. I feel like there's always some kind of curse with whoever survives the lip sync before the finale. Unless it's um, Willow Pill. Willow Pill. There's a couple of other notable examples, but, um, well, technically, Paloma. Right. Well, they did the lip sync tournament at top four or whatever. Yeah. I, guess, I, don't, that, I don't know about that, that one. Yeah. In that, if I'm going off of that logic, technically, Isis Couture as well. But. No, but they both won their first rounds. I know. I'm just, if, if I'm going off of that logic of, like, lip-syncing in the episode before the finale, that's where I'm trying to get at. Anyway. No, but, but then you had the final, that final lip-sync. I know, I know. La Grande Dame, and she didn't win. And same with Pathia. She did not win either. Should have, nope. but I'm still happy with nope. Isis. Regardless, we've got one more episode of Svarie. We know that it is going to be a um, remix, not to a RuPaul song, 
but to the song Every Queen by Fuchs and Kayo, which is the theme song of the season, which I love. It was in all of the promo, the trailer. I'm very excited for this. I think it's going to be really great. Um, and that's that on episode seven of Svarie. So we will be back um, at some point after the finale to talk about the finale, talk about our hopeful, I'm going to say hopeful Thunder Pussy winner. Truly, Admira or Fontana could win, and I would be thrilled. So would I. Thrilled. I would also be happy with the Vanity win. Don't get me wrong. I personally, based on performance on the season, I don't think she deserves it. But that's just me. No, that's totally fair. I think she's incredibly talented. I just think it feels very similar to Susan on Belgique. She did good but nothing ever stood out for me other than that design challenge look, which is the one challenge she won. So, right. But let us know in the comments what you think. Um, are you rooting for a Thunder Pussy win? Are you wild over Fontana? Do you enjoy Vanity Vane? Do you wish Antonina Nutshell was still in the competition? I don't know. There's probably someone out there that thinks maybe she should still be there. Uh, <laughs> let us know in the comments. Wait. Make sure to- do we know who's going to be the next guest judge? No. I'm really hoping for Carola. Carola. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be Fuchs, uh, oh, wait, Kyle, no, and Sorrell, probably. No, it would be. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. It's just family. Whatever. So Keep it in the family. Uh, with that being said, cheers. Cheers. Yay. Bye-bye now. Goodbye. Hold me closer. Uh, Before the sunrise, I'll be bleeding. Don't you mind. I'll be fine.